everybody. You're listening to the QBL Pod, the podcast for the Kuchovich and League. It is November 17th, 2020, and this is episode 212. That is season two, episode 12. As always, I'm your host, Billy Corrales, and today I'm joined by two very special guests, your co-commissioners, Andrew Green and Dylan Cleary. Gentlemen, say hello when you feel like it. Hey, everyone. This is Dylan. I hope everyone is having a great day, except for Brian Green. You can go fuck yourself. (laughs) And this is Andrew, and I hope everyone has a great day. Sweet. Everything's great. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. Actually, except for Brian Green, because he beat me in the other league. Oh man, <laughs> fuck that guy, I'll man! How can you even stand? That. How can you even stand to be his brother? He's such a piece of shit. I didn't get to choose, but I so tried to get rid of him when he was younger. <laughs> oh god! Oh gosh! <laughs> no, we've heard the stories. We've heard the stories. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> I like you, Brian, and I think that's all that matters, really, at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> whatever. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a listener, so uh, I guess you know we can deal with him and his bullshit. Speaking speaking of listeners, real quick, when I went on Facebook and complained about how I really didn't want to lose to Ted this week, our our number one fan Zach mentioned uh, that it would be a, a a worst of the week, which means he's still listening. Which I think is I think that's something should be applauded. So thank you, Zach. Thank you for still listening uh, to us after all these many months. I I never doubted Zach ever stopped listening. He is a true loyal fan, and we appreciate that. He is a huge fan. We should get him some swag. We should like get. We, <laughs> we should, should get, get him like of some swag for. <laughs> <laughs> no, he gets QBL, swag. QBL he gets swag for us. True. Speaking of uh, swag again, well, I saw that uh, not a sponsor. Dunkin' Donuts is selling like swag, <laughs> swag stuff, and I just really want like some Dunkin' Donuts sweatpants or like a Dunkin' Donuts hoodie. And uh, I went to go like hint to my family, like, hey, guys, Christmas is coming up and I really am not materialistic, but this is something I kind of want. And they're already all sold out. So I'm pretty bummed. Whoa, I know it's terrible. And they're like they're like comfy looking sweaters. Uh, And I'm not that much of a sweater guy either, but I think I would rock a vibrant white sweater with like Dunkin Donuts written in like orange and pink. That would I think it'd be a it'd be a statement piece. So I think you can get one of those if you applied and worked at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the uniform, like the, that ugly brown sweater. No, 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 no. This is this is like they call it like they call it like loungewear by like you can go on their web like shopduncan.com. Again, not a sponsor. If you go on their website, it's like it's like casual wear that is not employee related. And I will have you know, I did at one time apply to work for Dunkin' Donuts, but in the corporate office, and I was uh, swiftly not accepted. So there's that. Tough. I mean, it probably is comfortable, but I, I got to imagine people would just think you work at Dunkin' Donuts. I don't it know. It doesn't look like employee uniforms, though. It looks like casual wear. There's no way I can describe it to discern it from like, because you think of Dunkin' Donuts, you're like, oh, that that like shit brown color. That's like, oh, yeah, like coffee. That's what it does to me. Uh, it's that like shit brown color. But it's, <laughs> but it's but it's not. It's like it's like if Dunkin's were like in California and they were trying to like be like upscale 
when they just drop the word donuts and we oh we're just I gotta tell you, we, we're calling them Dunkin' Donuts, but the official name is just Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin', and that's where yeah. we are, and that's all they, we're they, they, called. They've now. cut the donuts out. Not a sponsor once again, <laughs> which is a shame because the donuts is like the one reason I go. Well, no, I like coffee. I go all the time. Never mind. Yes, I think this is the second time we've had a Dunkin' Donuts spiel. So why <laughs> why don't we move it along? All right, so uh, Starbucks. Was- uh, no. <laughs> I like Starbucks better than Dunkin'. Anyway. You are crazy. Starbucks is overpriced garbage. Great. Not a sponsor. Great. Now now I have to now I have to declare that I, I own stock in Starbucks. Oh so that I don't get no. fucking sued by someone who listens to our <laughs> podcast and is like, Oh, I, I bought Starbucks stock because these guys were talking them up. <laughs> I am Dylan Cleary and I own shares of Starbucks. Thank you. Am I supposed <laughs> to do that? Is that a thing that's supposed to be done? <laughs> On the, I listen to this podcast, Robinhood Snacks. Yeah. People are I must be familiar with the 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 trading app Robinhood. I they have them. a little podcast that comes out every day. It's like fifteen minutes, and like at the end of the ep- every episode, if they've talked about a stock that someone on the show owns, they have to declare it and be like, you know, this is so. It's like Nick and Jack, and they're like, oh, this is Nick. I own stock of Amazon or whatever. Oh whatever. wow! So. I'm just making a joke, but yeah. I do own stock in Starbucks, so you got to cover the bases know. in case, like you know, they, <laughs> they royally fuck someone out of their retirement. It's like, oh, we said Starbucks would be good, but I mean, it's we didn't know. I'm I'm an idiot though. I should have bought stock in Dunks. I don't know why. I grew up here. I mean, clearly that was the better call. Anyway, this is not a fucking investment podcast. This is a football podcast. How was everyone's football viewing this Sunday? It was good. I watched football at the Grealish Media Group headquarters this weekend, oh. as well as the Masters, which was this weekend. We watched a little golf and a little football, and I had to watch Dan deal with a hangover. I did not have <laughs> one, but he did. <laughs> Question about the Masters. Yeah. Uh, I did not watch it, but is that where... Did it, did someone hit a hole in one like by skimming it across like a pond? Did that happen in the Masters? Or was that just golf? Yes, Dylan, Dylan's favorite golfer. Oh, Dylan, who's your favorite golfer? Uh, got you. He got you. He got you a real good pick last year. Uh oh. Oh man. Do you remember what his name was? Nope. He was from Spain. Oh no. Oh, once you say it, I'll remember. John Rom. That's John. right, John Rahm, my boy. John Rahm. <laughs> yeah. So John so during the Masters, uh before the Masters, generally speaking, they have a, th- a par 3 contest and they do like some trick shots parts. And so that's one of them on like the 12th hole where they try to skim it across the 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 water there, the 16th hole. They try to skim it across the water. And John Rahm this year, I think it was on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Yeah. Was not during the actual Masters, which is Thursday to Sunday. He skimmed it across the water. Yeah. And it actually went in. It was like, that's pretty impressive. I'm Total just, luck, but impressive. Oh, yeah. Like if if I had done anything as relatively act uh, like athletic as that, that's all I would talk about at like every function. Be like, ah, yeah, you know, I mean, we lost today, but did you see that hole in one I got? I fucking skimmed it across the water. Damn it. You can't, you can't, you can't go any, any higher than, well, I mean, no, I'm going to say you can't go any higher than that. You're, you're like dealing with physics at that point. You can go higher. It's called winning the fucking masters. Fair enough. Who won? Dustin Johnson. Excellent. Guy's got the same birthday as me. Oh, all right. So he's a shit human being. Cool. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
no, he's a very good golfer. And uh, yeah, so this week this week was a lot of uh, watching the Masters on Thursday and Friday when I was at work on my computer, and <laughs> a lot a lot of watching golf. You know, when I was working at the golf course, watching the Masters instead of actually working at the golf course. You know, I was just inside. It was cold, and people would come and ask me questions. I'm like, it's cold. I'm gonna yell at you out the window because mm-hmm. the Masters are on. And I learned a lot of things about Augusta, where they play. Fun fact, that place is racist as shit. <laughs> they didn't allow black members till 1990. Wait, wow. wow. They didn't allow women until 2012. Well, I mean, golf, wasn't it originally, what's it stand for? Isn't it something like gentlemen's only? No, that's. I don't know if that's actually real, <laughs> but it's like the, the, the saying is uh, gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. That's what yeah, golf yes, stands for. that's right. I don't think that's actually what it stands for. But really, does it actually know. stand for anything? Or were they I think just it's just like- a Scottish term, probably for like pig intestines in a hole. Haggis golf. <laughs> it's a cold weather day. That's a terrible Scottish accent. That was terrible. Yeah, but yeah, Augusta's racist as shit. It's super exclusive. I just Google. I just Googled it. You are correct. It is a misconception. It does not actually stand for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Wow, look, at it's this a twentieth century joke and definitely not true. That no. sounds like somebody wants to uh, uh, lie about that. Like they were like, oh, we got to really cover our tracks. We can't. Well, it's definitely not true. It's a misconception. Golf is supposedly derived from an old word meaning club. Okay. Which Believable. I could see. Maybe we should do a little bit more digging into that. But for now, I think that's enough golf talk. Billy, did you do? Do you watch any football this Sunday or, or what? My Sunday consisted of working uh, 6 to 10 in the morning at the retail store that I work. I can never remember if I mentioned where at target. And then after that, throughout the, not a sponsor. Um, I tried to buy stock through them, but they were a little too pricey and let's be real. Who knows how well targets going to do anyway. Uh, again, not a sponsor in the after, (laughs) in the afternoon, we had a maternity photo shoot with my cousin's wife, who is a photographer. And it was just nice because we got to socially distance see like my my cousin and his wife and get some nice photos of me and Alicia and the baby bump. And it's all very exciting stuff. But it eventually got cold because we wanted like, you know, the I think they call it like a golden hour photo shooter. Realistically, it's just during the sunset. But we had to drive up to like Walpole at like uh, two to like catch the sun, but it was cloudy anyway. Uh, so I didn't get to watch like any football Sunday, but I got, you know, I got to take some nice photos and it was, it was a good time. So was that your best or worst of the week? You know, Cause I could see that going either way. <laughs> oh man. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Let's, he see. can't say uh, that she's in the room. He also <laughs> listens. Uh, it was <laughs> phenomenal. I had a great time. Dylan, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well my football watching i'm just going to transition right into the best of the worst of the week because my football watching was my worst of the week i was a sad miserable sack sunday from one to i don't know five or five thirty that's when i that's when i turned off football because i couldn't i could not hack it any longer i normally always watch all of football on sunday uh, usually if I'm missing football, it might be like a Sunday night game or I'm busy, but I was not busy. I was free all day Sunday and I could only make it to like halftime of like the four o'clock games before my team just was just so disappointing and such a uh, heartbreaking that I just, I was like, forget this. This is miserable. Turning it off. And then I did turn it back on right at the end, but I, and I, 
here's the thing. You mi- you turn off football, you miss the amazing moments live. And I did not get to see live the Kyler Murray ah. to De- DeAndre Hopkins play of the year, Hail Mary game winning touchdown. So I did see it like shortly after, but I do regret missing seeing that live because even though, even though it wouldn't have mattered, Kyler Murray is on my team. I love him and it would have been great. But yep, that's my worst of the week. Nice. I can go best of the week right at right into that too. If Why you want. not? Let's, my best let's of, just jump my, around. My best of the week is related to that because my wife, my wife came down, saw how miserable I was, uh, went back upstairs, Where is this and going? then came back, <laughs> then came back down a little bit later with freshly baked chocolate chip cookies, which nice. that was that was amazing. I love chocolate. I love cookies. Best of the week. I I was miserable for football, but I got some goddamn cookies. So yep. All right, I'll go next. So my worst of the week, I mean, there's not a lot of worst. And when you when you win the QBL, it doesn't really matter what happens in the other leagues. Spoiler alert: I lost in all the other leagues, but I really don't care because I. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the worst of the week, our fridge broke here in the apartment, and so I had to like Joey from Friends eat all the food that oh, I had. Oh no! Because um, <laughs> you had to. I had, had to. to. And um and then so we, we got in a new fridge today, which I guess is the best of the week. No, I'm not that depressing, but it was pretty nice to get the <laughs> to get the new fridge today. So it's a nice new stainless steel. And all I could think of is that Geico commercial where they're like, We can't help you from becoming your parents. And it's like the one where the guy is like, We used to get excited for concert tickets and whatever. And he's like, You see that? You know, this the suction, like and they're sucking like the leaves out of the gutter. <laughs> and they're just like, they're like, the how are powers? It's like I'm like, Am I becoming my father? Am I becoming a, like where like I was excited that the fridge came today? I was like, oh, the fridge comes today. We get a new fridge today. I wonder what it's gonna look like. Oh, and it's like Christmas morning. And then they came in and they and the way they move fridges these days. I don't like. I mean, these guys are really big. They were really strong guys, but like they made it look like nothing. They had those like straps. Oh, yeah, yeah, the straps really. Help. What do they? What? Are, what? Are, I, I'm dumb. What are the? How do they help? Like, do they go over the shoulder and like under the thing and like, or they go under the fridge? They give you a lot of, they give you that leverage. Oh, 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 just... those. Uh, all right, never mind. I'm thinking of the stupid belt that people use to like lift weight, and I don't know what. Oh. What's that? What's that fucking belt? What is that? <laughs> That's for balance. I think. All right, but don't quote me. That... But I'm pretty sure that people use that for like. It's like a yeah balance type thing. But actually, I could be wrong. So I'm going to shut this up. Is, I might be this wrong. has been Unathletic Corner by Billy Corrales. What's that belt thing? <laughs> You know, what's that? What, why do people wear shorts when they exercise? <laughs> why don't they wear jeans? No, I regularly wear, you know, basketball shorts when I go to the gym, which I mean, I haven't been in a while, but I was a, I was a shorts guy. You can attest to that. What's up, Andrew? Nothing. <laughs> what was going on? Andrew just starts. Sorry, everyone. Andrew uh, just started I, pointing at his ear well, like he I'm, couldn't I'm, hear I'm, I, I'm hearing stuff. Can you hear oh, stuff? No, Andrew, we can't hear anything. My God, this happens every episode. I'm like, Andrew, we can't hear anything. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> I thought I thought Andrew just died for a hot second. I'm like, yeah, Andrew, you can attest to that. And then it was dead silent. I'm like, did he collapse? Should we send someone? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I am alive. <laughs> yeah, so that was, I guess, the best and the worst of the week <laughs> Infringed it, you know. Oh, so you did go with the fridge as your best of the week. I no, thought you said it was your work. Wow. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. 
<laughs> All right, Bill, you're up. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember what happened this week to like, you know, be like, oh, it was the best of the week. Um, definitely worst of the week I can go with. Um, I'm in three fantasy football leagues and I lost all spoiler alert. I lost all three of them. And one of them was uh, uh, to you, Dylan, by just like, like oh, just marginal oh, points. Oh, yeah, that was good. Fucking excruciating. Good. How, how come I lost? Oh, I had the Patriots defense. That's right. That was nightmare scenario because I had you beat for a little bit. I was like, oh, I got you because it was automatic 10 points. And then slowly it was just like tick, 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 tick. And then it was like 106 to 104. But I mean, granted, that league doesn't matter because it's not this league and this league is the best. But still, it sucked. That's true. That's why I didn't bring it up. I didn't even mention I it. I know, but I I, I got to be honest. If I if I beat you in a, in a different league at any point in time this year, I'd be like, guess what, motherfuckers? It doesn't matter, but I beat him. And so I want to give you that credit. So that's my worst Thank of the you. week. You know, that, that reminded me of possible best of the week candidate could have been that the Patriots won oh, on Sunday night. That's it. That's my best of the week. I'll take any victory yeah. at this point. That, that was a good best of the week too. Yeah, I'll take that. It too. was because it's just, it was just like such a good win. Cause like every expert was like, the Ravens are going to fucking wipe the floor with them. And it was like, eh, no, Cam Newton actually kind of looked like he knew what he was doing. And, and Harris was running fairly, fairly decently. I don't know. It was, it was, it was a good win. I'll take that. All right. <laughs> Clearly you don't know anything. I don't. Um, take, <laughs> we'll take the victory. But, the team looked like garbage in the Ravens lost. Yeah. The Patriots didn't win. Hey, hey, and hey. Let's not forget that it was like a monsoon during that game. And especially when they, the Ravens needed to go the length of the field to, to win, it rained. You Were you watching? I, I don't no, think you were. I was. You were I working. was. I was watching. Wasn't that was like the hardest it rained the whole fucking time? That's that right. Last, the last minute. minute 30. It was like, holy shit, the heavens just opened up <laughs> and the wind was whipping. And I'm like, you could, ba- I could, ba- you could barely see it on the TV. It was like, fair. It's crazy. I mean, Bill Bel- Bill Belichick made a deal with the devil. Yeah. He's like, we must win. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lose anymore. Also, their snapper, uh, the Raven snapper, did not help them at all. Yeah, it's true. Terrible. I only saw the one. I didn't see the fourth down one because I was driving back. So I missed like a little bit of like a third quarter or whatever it was. So I missed that fourth down bad snap, but I saw the one that went over his head or rolled yeah. to the back. And-, and then he had to chase it. It was just not great. Oh, other best of the week, though. I'll just I'll just, you know, to, you know, uh, check off the no, boxes. No. Yep. No. Yes. Nope. What? Nope. Nope. What do we? You only get one. No. Oh, fine. Never mind. I'll, I'll let it linger. Find a way to bring it up later, yeah. Bill. Find a way to squeeze it in. Just write it on. down. Remember and squeeze it in somewhere. All right, let's move it on. Fine. Yes, let's move on to the matchups because we've talked long enough. People are tired of hearing our shit. People are here to find out what happened in the Quitcha Bitchin League this week. This and is where they come for the news. We must start <laughs> with our main man, Tom. Eviscerated by Kevin. Back to back losses for Tom. Yar. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, this is just this is the upset though, because Kevin is like Kevin's actually a halfway decent team now. Like he was garbage at the beginning. It was like him and Brian. It's like, hey, hey. yeah, we've been saying. It. First of all, I mean, Andrew predicted he'd make the playoffs at the beginning of this season, so he's not out of it. True. Also, I've been saying, I've been saying, Kevin's got a better team. And probably Andrew's been saying it too. I don't know about you, Bill. Kevin's got a better team than what his record was showing. I mean, you could look at the points scored and just look at the players on his team. It was only a matter of time 
you know, before he turned around. He's won three in a row now. He's four and six. That's the same record as you, Bill. I know. That's why I you, need to say Kevin's team was terrible because I needed, you know, him to stay bad. And now that he's, like, better, I actually kind of have to put up a fight not to be in last. But uh, thank you, Brian, for taking that mantle. That's right. So let me just get the score. And the, the final score ended up being, it wasn't a true evisceration. It was a 10-point game, 133.26 to 123.98. But that word must remain with Tom. For this entire season. It's his word. <laughs> Evisceration. You know, Tom, he tried to make a comeback going into Monday Night Football. He was down 20 points. He had Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, great matchup against the Bears. He's a great player. Could have gone either way. Vikings. Ended up coming up short, yeah. though. Against the Vikings. He's on. What did I he's say? He's on the Bears. Did I you say said against, against the Bears. But Thank you for, for that Bears. correction. Thank You're you. welcome. Yes. He plays for the Bears against the Vikings, which is a good matchup. Poor Allen Robinson. That he has a career of just, I think I've said this before, the shitty quarterback play <laughs> really hurts him in the long, like he could be amazing with like just a decent quarterback. Like yeah. those ball, like, ugh. Nick Foles could not hit an open man to save his life that night. Who's the, who's the best quarterback he's ever played with? I mean, is it Nick Foles? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because Nick Foles was only good in 2017 for like that seven game stretch that included a Super Bowl. Philly but special. like his whole career has been kind of mediocre. Yeah. But like, is it the best from all the like Blake Bortles? He had his best season probably with Blake Bortles, but I mean, Blake Bortles is garbage. Yeah. yeah. But Blake Mitch Bortles. Trubisky is, is garbage. Yeah. He played, but. Let's see, Blake Bortles in 2018 when he played there, that was like when they paid, like the Jaguars were like, he was good or like, he was good for a little bit, Blake Bortles for like a half a season, season, maybe not a, maybe not a full season. In fantasy, he was good, but that was because like garbage time, but the Jags, yeah, they did have one year. They went to the playoffs. They almost beat the Pats in the, that was the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl, right? No, no, that was the year the Patriots won the Super Bowl. The Jags. That was the year we beat the Falcons. No, I think that was the year we beat the Rams. No. Uh, no. No. The year we beat the Rams was when we beat Pat Mahomes in Kansas yeah. City in Correct. a game that okay, no one right. thought we would win. Yeah. All right. Then I think it was the one that we lost to the, to yeah. the Eagles. Because I think it was in like January of 2018, and that would have been right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Allen Robinson, he needs a better quarterback. Uh, he could not get it done for Tom. Billy, you wanted to say something? No, I just got to say, I do feel a little bad for Nick Foles. This is just continuing to talk about him because he had like the man had like 30 seconds left in that game and just got eviscerated and like had to be wheeled out. It's like, ah, the game was pretty much over at that point. And they're like, no, we're going we're gonna to hurt you. And it was just, it's sad. I see you changing your tune on injuries this week, Bill. Is there any reason for that? No, I just feel bad for the individual <laughs> players. Though I have, I have, I have no say on on anything that the fantasy gods and or injury injuries are bad. Injuries are bad. And that's all I gotta say. I, I feel I'm, yeah, that's it. Science of remorse. Kind of you know, ironic. <laughs> you know, that's funny. So let's talk about how bad, uh, how good Kevin's team was. Yeah. He did have some really big stars play. Alvin Kamara continues the rack with the points, 34.8. Neum Hines, Mihoy Minoy. Mihoy Minoy. <laughs> you <laughs> say it differently every goddamn yep. time. Well, I think you keep writing Nihoy Nihoy, but I'm pretty sure it's Mihoy Minoy. <laughs> oh, I thought it was I thought it was Nihoy Nihoy. No. I'm just gonna laugh because that first time you made it sound like Borat was saying it. Who me? Yeah. Mihoi Mihoi, and it just Mihoi Mihoi, king of the castle, the king of the castle. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin has big balls. 
because I have Mihoi Minoy in other leagues and I can never play him because I am afraid of the negative effect that he has on a team, which is getting no points. Mm. But there have been three weeks. I think it's been three weeks, which in fantasy is I'll consider that a pretty good. That's good. Yeah. Where he's good sample size. 25 plus fantasy points. He had 28 this week. He had 28 the week I played him. Uh, I think he had 23 last week. You need to understand some. Kevin was for a little bit at the bottom. He had nothing to lose. So he's just like, yeah, we're going to fucking play whoever we can get. And it just worked out for him. But I mean, he does have a lot of good players as we've outlined. I mean, Lamar Jackson's had a down year, but if he can start to turn things around, he's got Alvin Kamara. Mm. Uh, he's got DK Metcalf, who actually had a down week this week. Uh, oh, Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster. Two weeks ago, I said he's playing like John Sherman Smith Schuster. Well, <laughs> he's had two Juju weeks. I take it back. He is the real Juju again. I'm sorry for besmirching your name. Nice. Juju. But yeah, he's got him. AJ Brown had a down week. He has him. I mean, Kevin's team is scary. Playoff <laughs> like, bound. Playoff bound. Yeah, him and Teddy. And and he's got Joe Mixon, who is injured. Like Joe Mixon comes back, replaces Jermichael. He had to play Jermichael Hasty this week. His team, I mean, if if he goes on a run here, doesn't lose a game, and makes it to the playoffs, he'll end it. This could be eight. miraculous. He could go from being one and six to Quichabitchin League champ. That's right. Mm. That would be crazy. And I hope he does. Well, not the champ thing, but <laughs> he can go on a run because I don't play him again. So yeah, That's, I don't have funny to be a part of that. This matchup is like the opposite, like because like Tom set was a few weeks ago seven and one killing everybody. Then Andrew cursed him injury. <laughs> He's lost two in a row. It, two of his worst weeks of the season these past two weeks. You know, only put up 124 points where most of the season he was putting up like 150, 160 points every week. Yeah. Obviously, he can turn it around, but I mean, his team was mostly healthy. The only guy who was really missing, I guess Zeke, but Zeke's been bad, and then Calvin Ridley were the two guys that he was missing from his team. But I don't know. It's uh. Could be tough. Could Tom's be tough. team's looking a lot less scary these days. If he can stay less scary, that'll be great because I got to play him in two weeks. Yes, that's two weeks, though. This week, Tom is going to play Nate, which that could be a hell of a yeah. game, depending on which uh, which version of Nate's team shows up. <laughs> and then Kevin plays Ryan this week. And so let's move on to Ryan. He was the highest scoring team of the week in week 10. He put up 155.94 points and he beat Justin who put up 141.02. Really the highest scoring matchup of the week. You know, Justin was the third highest scoring team. So really a tough, tough loss, especially when you hear some of the scores that are going to be coming up later in the show. To put up 141 (laughs) points and lose in a week like this has got to be very disheartening. Ryan on the other side is now seven and three and in first place in his division, which is the division I'm in. Yeah. Billy, did you want to say something? I have no, I have no qualms against Ryan. He's a good guy. Uh, and I'm glad to see Justin lose. That's, that's really all I have to say. And it does not have anything to do with a trade that occurred this week. Oh, that's a good point to bring up. Uh, I will concur that Ryan is a good guy, but he is the defending champ and I cannot bear the thought of anyone except myself going back to back titles. I've never, I haven't done it, but I want to be the first one to do it. Not Ryan. So sorry, Ryan could be the first back to back champ at this rate. Cause he's seven and three. He's the currently the second best team in the league, but he's slowly catching up to Tom. Yeah. 
and maybe surpassing Tom after this week. But yes, Billy brings up a good point. I haven't had a chance to tweet it out yet on the Quichibitian League Twitter feed, but there was a trade today. Breaking news. Billy traded one of his star quarterbacks, Tom Brady, to Ryan, who is now a huge Tom Brady fan. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know. I remember he definitely didn't like the Patriots back in the day. He's he was a, a Denver fan. He was a Denver mm. fan. He's from the West Coast. He he lived over here on the East Coast with us for a while, and he hated the Pats, I think. I don't know. He would say maybe he didn't hate the Pats, but he definitely did not root for them. But now that Brady is gone, he's a huge Brady fan. I see him always posting about love for Tom Brady, which is great because we all love <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady. So, Ryan, I'm glad. Welcome to the club. Tom Brady's the GOAT. But, yes, he got Tom Brady, and he sent Billy Josh Jacobs. Yep. And looking at the trade, I think, it, first of all, I think it works for both teams. Yes. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Personally, whenever I see a trade like this, I'm going to favor on the side of the running back. I t- texted Bill and I said, good trade. What do you think, Andrew? Do, would, you, would you concur with that? Yes, I think it's a good trade because if we'll get into why it's a good trade for both here a little bit. But so Ryan has Drew Brees. And if you're following the news, he has hurt. And he broke some ribs, punctured his lung. So it's like, oh, good. Ryan needs a quarterback. So he trades one of his running backs, gets Tom Brady. Cool. He's got Ben Roethlisberger, though, who is – Got no bye weeks coming forward. Now, granted, he's got injury risk because, you know, everyone in Pittsburgh is getting COVID. Mm-hmm. And Big Ben is literally a sneeze away from getting COVID and breaking every bone in his body. So I don't know. I just think, I think, I think, I, I think Billy won that trade because, yeah, you favor in the side of the running backs because people, running backs get hurt like nothing. Yes. So the reason it's good for Bill, he already has Deshaun Watson. He did not need Tom Brady. Right. Even though Tom Brady vastly outscored Deshaun Watson this week, we're not going to talk about which. We, uh, no, we are going to talk about it, but later. Can I can I but, explain something real quick though? No, no, no. no. It's about it, the trade. Oh, Fine. okay. We I I got the Facebook message that said, "Hey Billy, check your trades from Ryan." I was like, "Oh, he's got, he wants to trade me someone. This is exciting." And I go in, and that motherfucker tried to trade me, uh, tried to take my precious Tom Brady for Ben Roethlisberger. I'm like, how is that gonna help me at all? I'm like, what, what, what do you, what game are you trying to play here? So then, that is when I suggested back to him, no, 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 you can take Tom Brady, and I will take Josh Jacobs from you, and that's what happened. And I'm like, why are you trying to trade away a QB for a QB? That's nonsense. Well, it's called negotiating, Bill, and it was a lowball offer. And the reason you send a lowball offer is because you never know if the person on the other side may value things differently, and and just be like, oh, sure, and accept it. And then you go, oh, my God, I just got <laughs> this trade, at which I wasn't <laughs> expecting. Because usually, like from my experience, I send a lowball offer expecting the other person to decline it and then negotiate and counteroffer, which I think is what he was going for. Because I'm sure he knows you love Tom Brady. Yeah. You're from this area. And he listens to the podcast, I believe. But that being said, getting back to the trade, Josh Jacobs makes sense for Bill, a team like Bill, because he already has Deshaun Watson running back. If you can get a starting running back, that's huge. He has Derrick Henry, but Bill doesn't really have any other running. He has Chase Edmonds, who's okay, but now Kenyon Drake's back. Yeah, And he's got wide receivers, so I think that was a really smart move for Bill. And then Ryan, I know he has Big Ben, but he's 7-3. and He is pretty much in the playoffs. I mean, it's not he could lose all his games and miss, but it's unlikely. Really, if he wins one more game, he's going to be in the playoffs. 8-6 and in this league usually gets you in the playoffs. He's looking at Tom Brady's schedule down the stretch mm-hmm. in the playoffs. I l- let me pull it up right here, but 
I know that Tom Brady has a very juicy schedule <laughs> down the stretch. So our playoffs are week 15 and 16. But week 14, also a huge – listen to this. Week 14, Minnesota. They're a sieve against the pass. Week 15, first round of the playoffs at Atlanta. Oh, my gosh. Atlanta, literally the like the best matchup in the in the league to stream quarterbacks against. Week 16 at Detroit, also great matchup. So that's smart by Ryan. I understand giving up Josh Jacobs does hurt because Ryan, he has Nick Chubb now. I was looking at his running backs. He is weak there, but if he can just get by stream, kind of like just, he just needs a serviceable guy there running back with his team. You know, he's got Stephon Diggs, Gronk, Tyler Lockett. Uh, Mike Evans is up and down, but you know, he just kind of needs to get like that running back. He has Raheem Mostert too, which we forget. He's going to come back after this week and he's the starting running back in San Francisco. So I think it was a good move for both teams and salute to you guys. We'll see how it plays out, but yes, now we've talked enough about that back to the, back to the original matchup. Nick Chubb, as we said, he returned, he put up 18.6 points this week. That very solid people with Nick Chubb who are holding him are very happy. Josh Jacobs, the man he traded to Bill, 29.6 points. So Bill will be happy to get that production. Let's hope. And Stephon Diggs, 25.3 points. And this was a funny matchup because Ryan had Diggs and Justin had Hopkins. So oh, I was gonna, we can not talk about Justin's team if we <laughs> want. We've done a lot of talking about everybody but Justin. But yeah, Justin had DeAndre Hopkins, which if you watch that game was exciting. And it didn't help Justin um, <laughs> that DeAndre Hopkins is a maniac and caught that ball. But Justin, you lose. You suck. Douche. Goodish. <laughs> nice. Yes, Justin is now five and five. He's still in the playoff hunt, but it definitely a tough loss for Justin this week. But good news for you, Justin. Well, maybe not. I don't know. You play Brian in week eleven. <laughs> Typically good news, but not I mean, after this week, we're gonna just get right into it. I predicted it on the podcast last week. People might have thought I wasn't being serious. I was dead serious. I said Brian was gonna beat me this week. Even at one point I said I think he was gonna destroy me i said i just listened back to our last week's podcast earlier and he sure did 130.66 to 80.6 i don't remember the last time i had a team score that few points in the quitchabitchin league i mean it was it was abysmal as i said earlier on the podcast i was just uh, a, a puddle of despair <laughs> watching wow. football on sunday i mean i had I knew going going into the, the game, I had a lot more guys in the early window. I mean, I had a lot of guys in the late window, but I had like half my team going in the early window, and Brian only had one guy. And then after that early window, I think the score was like 35 to like 15. And I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> and then the next time I checked, Brian had like doubled me up. Oof. And uh, there was there was no coming back. Even with Kyler Murray, 29.9 points. He deserved better. He was... Him and DJ Moore were the only good players on my team. I mean, Andrew, I'm sure he's ready to read off all the single-digit performers. <laughs> Jarek McKinnon, 6.3. Duke Johnson, 5.4. Nelson Aguilar, 1.8. Austin Hooper, 2.1. Michael Thomas, the big trade, 4.7. <laughs> big high score, 5.8 from Mike Williams. And a very, very solid performance by the Washington team, uh, minus one. And let's hear it for his kicker, who actually scored almost more than all of those <laughs> players with six. Joey yes. Sly. Yes, but it's not good because the guy I dropped this week, I picked up Joey Sly this week. I dropped Matt Prater, who scored 16 points. Oof. So yuck. Still wouldn't have helped no. you. Still wouldn't have helped me. 
let's see. The defense I wanted to pick up and I put in a waiver claim for was the Saints defense. Brian uh, picked <laughs> them up. He beat me out there. So that stinks. He net he net sixteen more points than you because your defense was minus one. <laughs> That's right. So if we take that, if we if we flip that, I don't know what defense he would have played, but that alone, I mean, that's like a thirty point swing right there. So I still would have lost, yeah. but it would have been closer. And yeah, it was just it was a bad week. I knew it was going to be tough. Like I I Brian I looked at Brian's team ahead of time. I saw some of his matchups. Uh, I knew Josh Allen would have a good week. Obviously, I thought Robert Woods would have a good week. So I was wrong there. I was expecting Robert Woods to have like 25, 30 points because he was going against Seattle. And he he did not have uh, a great week. He was a single-digit performer, I believe. Right, Andrew? That wasn't a very good offensive game. No, he only had 8.6. But like we said, the Saints defense with 15. Brandon Ayuki had 19 points. Chris Godwin with 15. Kalen Balage, who he had to play because Chris Carson was hurt. He got 15 points. It was, it was a tough week, but... And then on top of that, I was without Julio Jones and Travis Kelsey. So it was just a, a litany of things. But it, at the end of the day, my team sucked. Brian's team kicked ass. Yeah, Br- Brian also had to deal with some buys. Uh, Michael Pirine was on a buy, you know. <laughs> Clyde, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, his first round pick, oh, was on a buy. No. <laughs> so, yeah, this stinks. I'm six and four. But, Boo-hoo. hey, hopefully a wake-up call for my team. They hopefully will rally around this. We don't really have any more players on bye. We have DJ Moore. He's the only one left, really, a main player that has a bye coming up. Otherwise, everyone's around. So let's get back to winning ways. Brian, 2-8. and eight. He's <laughs> playing spoiler this year, and he's already he's spoiled it for me. So we'll see if he can spoil it for Justin next week. Keep let's up the momentum. Brian. I hope so. Oh, yeah, definitely rooting for Brian here on out. But I play Ted coming up this week, and I uh, – I, I was sure glad I did not play Ted this week. <laughs> and not because he would have whooped me. Oh he actually God. only barely would have beat me, which, you know, you would think, oh, shit. Well, he had a bad week, too. He did. But he got a win oh. because he played Billy. And the final score of this matchup, 81.48 to 76.57. <laughs> oh Billy, thank you for making it so I was not the lowest scoring team of the week. I aim to please. <laughs> please. Uh, do you want to, do you want to talk yeah, first? Yeah. Or do you want me I'll, to I'll jump in talking? real quick. Uh, like Andrew said earlier in this episode, the Ravens lost that game. The Patriots did not win it. And in this game, I lost and t- Teddy did not win this game. Teddy's Teddy's <laughs> team is just straight doo doo, like absolute garbage. And the fact that he is ahead of me is, is almost criminal. For some reason or other, I just can't seem to pick the right person to play. I'm like, oh, we'll go with Deshaun Watson in the fucking rain and the the wind. And Tom Brady will leave you on the bench. And then we leave Cole Beasley on the bench and we play Curtis Samuel. And it's just it's it's a nightmare. And I, I tend to pick the wrong player every single time. But we're hoping for we're hoping for a swing around because we got we got a pretty uh pretty easy matchup next week. Some bum that I'm not even gonna fucking mention spitting his face. I'm kidding. It's Andrew. Uh, 
We'll see how it goes. I'm actually a little nervous. I was doing the math. I need to yes, win. Daddy. <laughs> I need to I need to win every fucking game for the rest of the season to even have like a, a hope for the playoffs. So and like I'm I'm looking at the numbers. I got Andrew, which is a possibility. And then you got Tom, which we'll see how that goes. Then Kevin, I'm hoping he's limping to the finish line by that fucking point. And then the matchup, I'm like super interested. Ryan because we switched some players. It'll be good to see how that goes. But this matchup isn't really even worth talking about because it was against Ted. He's a piece of shit. I I did not aim to place a six-pack bet with him because every time I do, I end up losing, and maybe I should have this time. But again, just making the wrong choices. Not much to say. We're, uh, we're on to Andrew. There we go. All right, so while you were ranting, rambling. Yes. Rambling, rambling like honestly, a madman. I was not listening. Um, because my, so I'm on my, the computer is my work computer that I'm doing the recording because it has better moving pieces okay. than, um, and one of my notifications from work made a noise and I was reading that because that's how much more entertaining your stories are. You know, it, it <laughs> but, is what it is. But what I was going to say is the reason why you played Deshaun Watson, your hubris was showing because you, when you made that trade with Ted weeks ago yes. and you got Deshaun Watson from him you were br- like Trump of the election it's rigged you're shutting it up you're setting it up to make this false claim you wanted to win with Deshaun Watson you I wanted did. to kill him with his own sword and it stabbed you instead and you my friend have lost I because, know yes I think I want to I want to nominate him for donkey for playing Deshaun Watson instead of Tom Brady I mean, yes. I, I'm nominating myself. Like, there's no one else who had such an embarrassing loss. Like, I'll just take it right now. We don't even got to fucking vote. Yeah, there really wasn't any other good noms. So, I mean, Billy, second back to back weeks, man. I'm sorry. Hey, it's back-to-back fine. Back to back donkey like, weeks. This is like the this is this is the if we're in like a valley right now. This is the low point of the valley, and I can only go up. It's like a, it's like a U. It's it's not a hill because I'd be going down. It's it's a it's a U where we're climbing upwards and making a, a push for the playoff. Hmm? Oh yes, a, par- a parabola, if you will, back from uh, whatever <laughs> algebra is that algebra or calculus or trigonometry? Algebra two calculus, depending when, on when we had Doctor Dorsey. Dr. It was Dorsey. calculus. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That was a nightmare scenario back in uh, ninth grade, eighth, uh, tenth. tenth grade. Anyway, yeah. anyway, yeah. So Billy, I hope. Well, now you don't have a choice. Now you have to play Deshaun Watson. You don't That's have to. Fine. You'll you'll get that out of the way. Will it be the right call? It probably will. Deshaun Watson probably rebound and have a really good week this week. Against you. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, he'll he'll do amazing. He's playing, he's playing the Patriots, which they had a good week this week. But as we've been saying, I think the weather helped them a lot. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. can't forget that two weeks ago against the Jets, their defense gave up like 27 points to the god-awful Jets. So I don't – They might maybe they get Stephon Gilmore back and that will help. But, yeah, I think he should bounce back. I tried to tell you, Bill, I will say last week on the pod, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Watson should have a good week because he's going against Cleveland. But then I was texting you. We did. Yeah, we weekend. talked. We talked. And I, I I, just, again, as I've mentioned, I chose wrong. I'm like, I I, I did. Andrew, Andrew, uh, uh, you know, checked all the boxes. I want to be Ted with his with his piss poor trade. I mean, the, the fact that that Leonard Fournette went up against me and only got five points makes me happy. Uh, I'll take yes. that moral victory which is something the Patriots have had to do a lot this year, just taking moral victories because they're not really winning that much. I will I will take that mantle this week. This is my low point. I can only go up. Respect. So, yeah, Bill's now 4-6, and six, and as he mentioned, 
he should he probably needs to win out to make the playoffs, but he still could. He could. And Ted is five and five, despite having the lowest Uh-oh. points for in the league by a fair margin. I mean, it didn't help. He won this week, but like we said, he had 81 points. <laughs> He's got 1106 points for. Brian is the next closest, and he has like 65 points more than him. So Gross. that's pretty bad. And I I want to say I had 80 points scored this week. I was the second most points before this week. And now after this abysmal performance, I've fallen all the way to, well, I guess I'm still fourth. Ooh, humble barely. brag, Dylan. Good job. Barely. I was, I was fourth last week, and now I'm at ninth because I got fucking 76 fucking points. Okay, you're not ninth, but you are... Your eighth. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you did fall yeah, quite a I bit. I did fall. I, I do my research at my job where I don't do a lot. <laughs> I, I, I got to be honest with you, and I, I don't think anyone at my current job listens, which is fine. Um, Half of my day today was just looking at uh ESPN, just our fantasy league, just trying to figure out like, all right, if this person loses and I win and this person loses, I, it's just a lot of just math all day long. And I, I came to the realization that I don't really have a lot to do at my job. but. We're gonna we're 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 gonna see how it goes. Yes, we will see how it goes. And as you mentioned, you're playing Andrew this week. Let's get to the final matchup of the week and let Andrew gloat as he survived the boomer bust king. He survived Dalvin Cook, who had a down week, who he cursed, and it worked out for him because Dalvin Cook only had let's see here. 15, well, 15 points, which is a down week for Dalvin Cook after the last two weeks, but Yes, the final score, 146.32 to 121.3. Andrew, please go ahead. So I don't want to appear uh, too cocky. I don't want to appear like this. So as you know, you listeners who have been listening, my ability to miraculously somewhat curse this other team, I don't think it's a curse. I think it's just coincidence. But if this is actually a power that I have this season – I'm afraid that I'm going to be like Icarus and I'm going to get too close to the sun and I'm going to get too like bold with this cursing <laughs> and I'm going to end up cursing myself and uh, and not, not making the playoffs there. So that would suck. But as for what I did curse, I did. I list last week. I said that both Aaron Jones and Dalvin Cook would get 30 points, but they combined got 30 points. So there was just a mix up, you know, across of the wires. My team, on the other hand, you know, it just it was a solid performance. It did. It didn't perform great. Um, it just outlasted Nate's boom team. Uh, Russell Wilson had a very, very bad week, only like nine point nine two points. And really, the only thing that was good really was my wide receivers each getting twenty three points. Oh, and Justin Jefferson with twenty one. He oh, he's so close to scoring a touchdown. We're having a huge week, but I. I was surprised you went with Justin Jefferson. Honestly, it, it paid off for you. I was surprised because of the matchup, because you know Chicago's been pretty good against receivers, and Justin Jefferson, he's been good, but he has been shut down at times this year. I thought you might, you know, I was thinking maybe you'd go Devontae Parker. I guess you didn't have a ton of options, maybe, you know, but you had Darius Slayton even, but I guess you made the right call. Justin Jefferson was a beast last night. 
I just had to stick with it because I, for the previous weeks, you know, he'd have that big week in week three and then I played and, and I didn't get the same results for like, no, I didn't play him after that week three because I didn't believe it to be real. And then he did 14 points the following week in week four. And I'm like, oh, this is real. And then I played him that week. He had five points and I'm like, no, no, it's not real. And then the following week he had like 40 points and I'm like, and then he had a buy. And I'm like, all right, I think I'm just going to stick him in there. And he's just, I'm just going to ride him out to the end. And I'll, I'll ride his booms and ride his busts. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got Dallas. That's for you, Ralph. <laughs> he's he's got Dallas, Carolina. Like we talk about playoff schedule. He's got he's got Chicago again. So in the championship, if I make it that far, Chicago. I mean, sorry, in week fifteen, New Orleans, Tampa Bay. They're not great matchups to the end, but he'll get me there. Dallas, Carolina, Jacksonville. I'll ride that. Um, but yeah. I, like you said, I didn't have many choices. You know, Christian McCaffrey hurt again. Kenny Galladay hurt again. Kenyon Drake, he was active, but I was like, Mm-mm, that's bait. I'm not falling for that one. So, <laughs> even though I would have played, it would have been between him and Mike Davis. And I think, and Kenyon Drake would have been the better play. Mike Davis, man, he really fucking just, just fell off. Like he's like, wait a second. People think I'm good now. <laughs> Let's pause. <laughs> yes. But you might be forced to rely on him for at least another week. Yep. As the reports are saying McCaffrey's not going to play this week, most likely. Well, then I am going to be, yep, I'm Mike Davis. He's another one. Riding it to the end. Riding the highs, riding the booms, riding the busts. Speaking of boom and busts, you know, normal circumstances, I probably would twist this to be like, yeah, Nate had a bust week, you know, oh, 121 points. But as we've mentioned some of the other scores, I just can't do it. I mean, nope. we literally have three people who scored like 40 points less than him this week. <laughs> I can't call it a bust week. Honestly, I'm beginning to think I w- we might need to retire this boom bust moniker because he was a bit for the b- first half of this year, but he's kind of settled down and had pretty much average to above average weeks for a while now. We'll see. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll show us a, a bust week this week. I hope not. I would love to see him beat Tom for a third straight week. Sorry, Tom. But yeah, you know, Nate, he's still, he's got a solid team and uh, he's still got hope. He's four and six, but just like Bill, if he can win out, then he can get there. You know, he's got Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen, and then the resurgent Aaron Rodgers. So he's, he can compete. So we'll see if he can take down Tom this week. Yeah. So he definitely, I think you're right. I think we can retire. As long as he's got Dalvin Cook on his team, I think we can retire. Uh, as long as he's got a healthy Dalvin Cook on his team, you can retire that. Because so Dalvin Cook, watching that game, I was a little nervous because Dalvin Cook looks <laughs> so explosive. Like he is just every single time he touches the ball, I'm like, he's going to break it for 80 yards. Like yeah. he is literally so close to every single time. Like the fact that 15 points, I was like, Woof. like, dude, that's a floor. Like Delvin yeah. Cook is a monster. Like he is just gonna break one. one uh, we've he seen is, it two weeks ago. It's him and like when the, everyone's healthy. I mean, best running back, him and McCaffrey. I mean, Kamara is great, but as a running back, Kamara. I don't. I wouldn't put even Kamara there. It's I really, think Delvin Cook. It's either like Delvin Cook or Derrick Henry for running backs. What about? I mean, McCaffrey, man, he. I, he is a good running back. He catches a lot of passes, but he can run the ball. I don't know. But Dalvin Cook has been amazing. I don't know. He might be the number. He might be currently the best runner in the league. Yeah. Dalvin Cook's. Yeah. yeah Derek Henry could potentially get up there in the colder months as, a, as they always joke. 
you know, uh, what, what are yeah. the football? I'm just call talking them? about. <laughs> oh yeah, the big yeti. The big yeti. I'm, I'm just talking about just as pure rusher, like just watching. Because like obviously Derrick Henry, he's a big, strong guy. And like yeah, when it gets he's cold, fast though, but he yeah. can he's he can get there. I don't know. I would say I'm just watching. It's for me. It's between Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey as like the best. Like when you watch them, just like their burst and their their ability to make guys miss and break away big big chunk runs and stuff. I think I they're, am, they're the I best. I'm nervous for Dalvin Cook owners though, like Nate and oh. Colette, because I, me and Billy both have been on the Dalvin Cook train. He's many a piece a of shit. <laughs> no, he's oh. not a piece of shit. Yes, he is. But he always. He he, you're like this is the highs. You're like this is amazing, and then he'll just it, the, unfortunately he gets he gets injured, and then you're like, no, I was so close. There was no like la- like last year. I'll say Dalvin Cook and the Chris Godwin injuries totally derailed my championship hopes. And that was a couple of years ago. I got Dalvin Cook in a trade from Billy. Yeah, that I don't think it ended up working out for like any of like. It was it was terrible. I can't even remember who I fucking got out of that. Like it was not a good trade for I uh I got Jordan Howard and someone else. <laughs> who got it, cut by the Dolphins Because it, it was like it was like it was uh oh my gosh. It was I gave you two and one of them was Dalvin Cook. Oh, T. Y. Hilton and Dalvin Cook and I that's who I got, and I think I gave up Jordan Howard and some no name receiver. Wow. <laughs> that was a fleece. Yeah, good job on that one. So yeah, let's let's look ahead to week twelve. No, oh, did I say week twelve? You did week eleven. Sorry, let's you look just, ahead to week eleven. We're not at week twelve yet. You're just reading after, the show notes. Yeah, yes, come on, after, man. After week after this next week, we're gonna start looking a lot. We're gonna do a lot more of the show looking at like looking ahead to like the final weeks and the playoff outcomes and stuff like that. That's what we normally do, but. Week 11, let's see how it turns out first. Highlighted matchups of the week. Andrew and Bill, you got to go. go there. Me and Ted, I think, is a big one. I'm 6-4. and four. Ted is 5-5. Five and five. We're in the same division. Also, we're just, you know, good buddies, <laughs> you know, like Andrew and Bill. Uh, and then Tom and Nate, we always love that matchup. The outsiders, we call them, but even though we love them. Go it's Tom. a big matchup. I mean, Nate need, is a must-win for Nate, and Tom needs to stop the bleeding. So those are the highlighted matchups. And then starts of the week, let's get into them. Last week, Andrew, like he said, he said Aaron Jones and Dalvin Cook would each go off for 30, but they combined for 30. Uh, so <laughs> honestly, asshole. I would still count that as like a curse thing for Andrew. Who, who are you going to curse this week? Who's it going to be? Let's go. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Say Josh Jacobs. Let's see what happens. I mean, we know Josh Jacobs is going to have an amazing game because uh, you just traded for him. But I think realistically, Adam Thielen going to have oh. an amazing game. You oh. know, Thielen, my Johnson playing Dallas. Come on, come on. Oh man, here we go. Oh yeah, Thielen, Thielen, not Je- not Justin Jefferson. That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bill, that makes me feel good about playing Justin Jefferson if I have him. Anyway, for me, tough week. <laughs> Last week I said Jared Goff stream of the week. He did play well. I mean, he had 300 passing yards. He lost a fumble, so he only ended up – he didn't score – and he didn't throw any touchdowns because they just handed the ball off. They gave him all the, all the running backs a touchdown. So he only had 10.48 points. Tom ended up playing him, so sorry, Tom, <laughs> if you took my advice. Yeah, he's that been, was a tough week. 
uh, Jared Goff, I was looking at it because I picked him up just to spite Ted because Ted was in need of a quarterback, and then I dropped him immediately for somebody else. But I was looking at him. He's been picked up and dropped by like six teams so far in this league because he's like the one guy. I've played him. (laughs) Exactly. He's like the one guy that we're like, ah, Jared Goff's available. Fuck it. We'll put him in. And that's like, and he gets 12 points. You're like, fuck, Jared Goff. Get off my fucking team. He's the bus. He gets around. <laughs> I tried to pick on that porous Seattle passing defense because Atlanta was on a bye. They are no longer on a bye. And Drew Brees, as we've mentioned, is hurt. He's going to be out. So this is an important sit- scenario to watch. I am going with Jameis Winston if he starts oh. because we've seen him produce for fantasy and he's got a great matchup and he's got great weapons on that team. Play Jameis Winston if he starts. If they decide to go with Taysom Hill, you could play him. He will probably be fine. But I honestly, Jameis Winston, and then if he doesn't play, I'll just say you can roll out Kirk Cousins this week against <laughs> the Cowboys. Despite Adam Thielen, uh, the curse that Andrews put on him, he's got Justin Jefferson. He's got Dalvin Cook. What do you mean, you curse? He's going to play amazing. <laughs> Andrews over there with voodoo dolls every single week. Like, hmm, who's, who am I going to stick Careful, Bill. To? Careful. The gods got you this week. I know. I know. I'm saying it's Andrew doing it. It's not me. Even though I said okay. that last week, and look what happened. Now I'm going to keep my mouth shut. And and Bill, thanks a lot. You said Austin Hooper was going to have a great week last week. He had 2.1 points. I had to pick him up and play him because Kelsey was on a bye. <laughs> he was so. so good last year. He was like one of the like top tight ends. What would, what team was he on? Was he on the Falcons? The Falcons. Oh, and then the Falcons, I don't know how he ended up in, where is he, Cleveland? Yes, oh, he signed with the Browns. Absolute garbage. He's terrible. What a wasted talent there. Billy's over here picking Austin Hooper, thinking he still plays for Atlanta. <laughs> I, I picked him up. Or I didn't. I didn't pick him up. But I'm like, oh, Austin Hooper was great last year. You should definitely play. And then I <laughs> later in the week, I looked. I was like, oh fuck, that's right. He's on the Browns. He's terrible. So that was that was my bad. This week though, this week though, you want to play Michael Pittman Jr. on the Colts. He's he's on a hot streak. I'm saying play him. It'll be good. And going against the Packers. Yep, hundred percent. Uh, could be good. We'll see. See if uh, Jair Alexander is back for the Packers, though. He is a shutdown corner, potentially the best cornerback in football this year. I don't know who he would be guarding, if he would be guarding Michael Pittman or whatnot, but check that out. If he's not playing, then yeah, definitely go for it. But yeah, that's it, boys. Do you have anything else to add? I hate how they, they don't say Christian McCaffrey's going to be out, even though he's clearly not going to play. And they only oh, have McHugh. So he's in my IR spot, and they won't let me add any more people until I make my move to make him active. And then it's just like, so I'll have to make a move. And then they'll be like, and he's out. No, no. Then they'll say he's doubtful for a while. They'll give him a D. And I'm like, just say he's out. He's got a zero projection, whatever. That's fair. That's Man. fair. Well, fucking ESPN. Fuck you. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Oh, <laughs> uh, good week, boys. There's the music. And goodbye. goodbye.